0: happy friday welcome to heaven on earth podcast this is big homie og (sighs) after an extremely long week all i can do is take a big sigh and breathe out and just tell god thank you all i can say is thank you why do I say I have to tell God thank you? And I'm not thanking God just for no regular stuff today. Today, I got to thank God for more than that. I got to thank God for his glory. I got to thank God for his discipline. I got to thank God for his guidance. I got to thank God for his strength. I got to thank God for those type of things. I got to thank God for confidence right now. I got to thank God for those type of things. See, I don't need to thank God I don't need to thank God for nothing physical. I got to thank God for how I felt. I got to thank God for for the release. I got to thank God for, for, the, um, for the peace, the power, the passion, the drive. I got to thank God for that, those type of things, those type of things, those type of things. In the midst of what I was going through this week, I wasn't bothered. I wasn't bothered at all. I found alternatives and I made them work. God said, that's my girl. She going to make them work. I'm going to make them work. I didn't get mad at certain situations and certain things. I didn't, I just was like, you know what? I'm gonna just keep going. I'm not gonna stress. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, make it a big deal. I'm not gonna call, I'm not gonna ask nothing. I'm just going, cause it's a reason why some things are going the way that they're going right now. And yesterday I finally got to the point where I was talking to somebody and I said, you know, I'm cool, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm thugging it out. I said, but this is what I want. And they said, uh, all right, no problem, let me know. I wrote it down in my journal, and then when I had the opportunity to ask for it, I didn't even hesitate, but I was okay with whatever option, however the chips fell, basically. Since Easter, there's been this energy of, like, "You, you, you good? It's like, yeah, I mean, shit, it is what it is at this point, like, I'm not going, you know what I'm saying, give up now. You know what I'm saying? It's it's this energy of like, yeah, I know shit been crazy, but like, you know, I just want to check on you, make sure you all right. Like, yeah, I'm cool. Like, you know, circumstances or whatever the circumstances are, but I'm okay. And I feel this energy over the collective because it's coming to this, this place of acceptance and contentment because you know, this ain't the end goal. I had a conversation with somebody and they asked me, they said, uh, so what's plan B? I said, there is no plan B. Plan A is the only plan, that's the only plan that can work. See, and the reason why I don't have a plan B because I don't have the ability to think what if. Yeah, see, I don't have that in my spirit of what if. Well, well, well what if plan A don't work? What are you going to do next? That, that That's not an option. Everything that's happening in the moment that is happening is happening because it needs to happen. I remember one night I was so fucking frustrated. I hadn't gotten no sleep. I was up so late and I uh, came across this young man and um, I remember I'm like telling him shit, you know what I'm saying? And like, you know, he kind of being defensive towards me a little bit, but he wasn't rude, you know? But he, you know, he looked out type shit. Like it was weird, it was real weird. And I put him on and stuff. And uh, I remember God asked me, he said, how did that make you feel? I said, it actually made me feel great, you know? 'Cause it's like from the moment that he saw me, I remember he like turned back to talk to this security guard that was talking to me or whatever. And um and uh he had turned back or whatever and we were just talking and I was just, you know, sharing a message that I felt called to do and like i felt this pressure this pressure on my back and i couldn't figure out what it was like i felt like like i felt like i was slouching for a second i, where I had to make sure like i had to pick myself up because i just felt like this heavy energy on my back and i was like damn i felt like somebody was like pushing me down like i just felt very heavy and you know i remember i was up that entire night like i was so irritated because i hadn't gotten no sleep but like it was just crazy because he just never left my side like you know what i'm saying he was he, it, it didn't even make no sense like he ended up seeing somebody he hadn't seen in a while. Like it was just really, 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 really weird. Like, you know what I'm saying? He was like, Yeah, this is crazy. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, like, you know, I just be doing what God told me to do, you know? And it had to be a reason because I remember I had walked up to see what time the train had come and it was like thirty-two minutes. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And come to find out, I actually had looked at the wrong direction. Like with well, the direction I was going from the direction that I needed to go. I mean, from the direction that was, it was totally different. Like, that train didn't run until, like, mm, like literally 3 o'clock in the morning. So, at this point, I'm outside for, like, probably, like, an hour and a half whatever, and he was there. And it was so, it was just so serendipitous of, like, you got to trust in God and you got to believe in God and you got to know how to handle people, you know? Like, sometimes I realize that God will have certain people come talk to you because they speak your language. They understand how to move. They understand your mentality through spirit, Right. And he he wasn't really understanding the things. And I, I just kept it a buck with him. Like, he was just like, you different. Like, you know what I'm saying, you real different. And I was just like, yeah. And I just thought about it like, what if this gentleman, what if this young man literally like glow up in life? And he be like, I remember one night I was outside selling weed and it was this lady, random lady, she just out here and she was just putting me on game. After I had this conversation with her, my whole life changed. It's just like, I think about that. Like, what if I hear his success story and he don't know my name, like, don't know where I'm from, he don't know nothing. Like, it's just like, because he didn't have no phone, so I couldn't get my number 10, which was crazy. So God was like, you know, don't, that's not what this is for. Like, it's me learning who I am and like, what I'm supposed to do is my purpose. That sometimes the purpose is just to do that and keep going. You know, sometimes I realize that I have such a nurturing spirit that i be wanting to like, hold on to shit, which kind of caused people to be codependent. And I feel like since I'm stepping more in Capricorn energy, it made me be like, you know what? I got to talk business and I got to just go. Like, I don't need attachments to everything. You know what I'm saying? Not everything needs an attachment. And that's one thing that I know God is saying during this time that everything doesn't need an attachment because things are happening by the second. And so since things are happening by the second, you can't necessarily attach yourself to things because you never know if this is a part of your end goal or is this just a part of the stepping stones to it. And what I found interesting was, um, I remember one week I met a man named Matthew and we, and I was literally telling him about the book of Matthew. And then I met a man yesterday named John. Now, I don't know why, why I looked at, um, I don't know why I looked at this, this post or whatever, but, um, I mean, not the post. I don't know what made me look back at the Bible because y'all know I read the Bible verses every day. I, I don't care. But every day this week the verses have been from John. Now, you can write this down or you can just listen, but here we go. So, the first one and this was after this was after Easter, right? So, Monday says, I am the good shepherd who is willing to die for the sheep, John 11, John 10:11, right? Then Tuesday was, I am the bread of life. Jesus told them, those who come to me will never be hungry. Those who believe in me will never be thirsty, right? Wednesday says, Jesus spoke to the Pharisees again. I am the light of the world, he said. Whoever follows me will have the light of life and will never walk in the darkness. Now, I told you about that solar plexus thing. And then it's funny how um that on Tuesday, uh the Bible verse was about be hungry. And I was telling you how you might have to fast for like 24 hours or whatever, you know, just just pay attention to your body. So yesterday was remain united to me and I remain united to you. A branch cannot bear fruit by itself. It can only do so if it remains in the vine, and in the same way you cannot bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine and you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I am in them will bear much fruit, for you can do nothing without me. John 15:4-5, right? Then today's is Jesus answered him, I am the way, the truth, the life, and no one will give the no one will go to the father except by me. Now, At the beginning of this podcast, I told y'all, I was like, I said, there is no plan B, only plan A, right? One time I tweeted, um, January 15th, I was like, fuck plan B, only plan A. And then today I tweeted the same thing. What's What's plan B? There is no plan B, only plan A. And when I was talking to who I was talking to, you know what I'm saying? They didn't, they weren't defensive about what I said. You know, they respected me. You know, but at the end of the day, like, people gonna give what they can, people gonna say what they need to say. People are people. Good advice that I got from a fellow Aries. People going to say what they need to say. And people are a product of certain other people. So therefore, they can only speak from what they are a product of. If people have never been on a journey such as yourself, regardless of... That's what I said. It's not just a journey of like what you're doing. It's the journey of following your intuition. A lot of people they never did that. So they wouldn't know how to give you advice or what to say because they've never done that. They've gone the path that they felt called to do, right? And... It's funny because I used to get irritated when people tried to tell me certain things because at the end of the day, people still going to talk. You know what I'm saying? You can't just expect somebody just to not say nothing. Like people going to have their own opinion. But what I realized is I'm in this energy where I, I, I forget myself. The The value of an opinion is going down and the price of a fact is going up. I know for a fact of that I'm following my truth. I know for a fact of that I have confidence in God's plan. I have confidence, confidence in God's promise. I know for a fact that God would never steal me wrong. God would not lie to me. Why would God, why would all of a sudden God just tell you, you know what I'm saying? Why would he do that? Like, why would he do that? And you know the truth by the way you feel. And since we're getting into this energy of the sacral has gone through its process, you feel, you know what I'm saying? Like, that don't make you feel what you're doing. How does that make you feel when you do it? Even though I hadn't gotten no rest, I was so tired, I was so aggravated, I was cold, I was like, ugh, I can't act like I didn't feel at peace while I was giving this young man so much advice like I didn't feel like this was my purpose, my calling, you know what I'm saying to just be giving. I remember I had like um I remember I had like some fruit and some chips, and he had first denied it, and he was like, "I'm not homeless." I said "I didn't say he was homeless. I said, "Are you hungry?" He was like, "Yeah,, I'll, I'll just take some fruit so he got he got the pineapples from me." And then um, I had some more fruit. And it's funny because we were talking again. He was like, uh, you you still got that watermelon? I said, yeah, you got a watermelon. Then we got on the train. We were riding the train or whatever. The train was going to take us like an hour to get to the thing or whatever. And he was like, man, I'm hungry. I said, well, you, do you want the chips? Like, I still got the chips. He was like, all right, cool. This is all the same stuff that he literally denied me of when he first met me. And then as we, as we spoke, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, I looked out. You know, I gave him that. Somebody said... You are not rich. I remember, I don't know if it was a Bible verse of saying like, you aren't rich just, you aren't rich, or maybe it was a sermon I heard. You aren't just rich by the money that you give. You're rich by what you give at the time that you have it. See, I might not have had no dollars, but I gave him the food that I had. And I could have easily been like, you know, kept my food for myself, but shit, you know what I'm saying? You a young nigga, you out on the street, you doing your thing. You hungry? I can go get more. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you can go get more. And yeah, you got family. Yeah, you got friends. You know, yes, but you know, he was like, you know, searching for love. I said, you know, you needed love and you got love from who you needed it from. He was like, yeah, you're right. I heard him out. I listened to him. We talked. We laughed. You know, I even told him, I'm not going to tell you to stop selling weed. That's none of my business. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to tell you what you feel like is right, but shit. How about we do something smart let this be a side hustle? We're not going to act like weed is not going to be legal or weed is such a bad thing. It's not. But you need to have a better mindset while you're selling that weed. you talking about you want to be a, a personal trainer. Okay, well, let's focus on that and then let the weed supply you a little bit, you know, as you go. It is what it is, you know. You can't just be hollering at people, oh, you need some weed, you need some weed. That's not how business should go. I said, you can't be no drug dealer, you ain't got no phone, baby. You said you see, I said, that, 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 ain't, that ain't a good operation. He said, you know what, you're right. See, at times when people are on their journey and that they're doing certain things, we can't necessarily tell them, you need to stop doing that. They felt that it was right. So how about maybe I just put you on game to have a smarter move? Now, if he was, you know, out here selling crack and shit, I probably would have been like, yeah, you 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 need to chill. Or he was out here prostituting, so I'd be like, yeah, you need to chill. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, it is what it is. And it's just like... I feel like in this energy, God is saying like everybody needs to be of a service to somebody. I felt he was there for my protection. Not gonna cap. I do. I felt like he was there for my protection. Nobody was nobody was bothering me, nobody nothing. Cause I remember when we when we finally got on the train, like I wanted to go to sleep or whatever. And I felt like he was staying up, you know what I'm saying? Until we got to a certain point on the train, then I would wake up and he was asleep. You know, but he was like, it just was, it was crazy. It just was crazy. It was crazy. It was crazy. Cause he was like, you know, I ain't never been taught certain things. And I said, I understand you're a product of your environment and that's okay. But that doesn't mean that this is your end goal. That doesn't mean that's where you have to stay. You know what I'm saying? Like you can be bigger than that. And it's not, I think what I'm, basically, what I'm trying to say is when you're a service to people and people are a service to you, they come as the service of what they're willing to help. They're not demanding you to do things. They're not forcing you to do things. They're not, they just, they're just there to be a service. They're there to be kind. I had. I was talking to, um, I was talking to this man today and I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm bombarding you with so many questions. He says, you know, all I ask is that you be nice and, and pleasant. He was like, and you've been that. So I have no problem. I don't mind. The way God is putting on my spirit of Allow people to be a service to you, and make sure you can feel who you need to be serviced by. I was walking, and this man was like, um, "You want some money?" And I'm like, "Do I need some money?" He like, "No. Nah, do you want some money?" I'm talking about what you need exactly. If you, if somebody, if you were trying to give somebody something, you'd be like, "Yeah, what you need." But you talking about, "Do I want something?" Because you want something back in exchange. I'm not no dummy. It's a dumbass on somewhere. I remember I followed my intuition in this situation because normally I would have thugged it out. People don't really fuck with me. And something said, nah, let's go ahead and keep keep this moving, keep this moving, keep this moving. And I remember I was like, that's why I said, y'all need to have spiritual smarts and street smarts, book smarts. Mix it all together. You don't got to be from the street to have street smarts. Majority of street smarts comes from discernment. I got a very strong thing about discernment now. I don't need to prove to myself of, oh, you just tripping. Nah. If my if myself say no, it's a no. If myself say move, it's a move. If myself say put it back, put it back. And also another thing I want to tell y'all is don't be afraid to ask for what you need. Even when you feel like you are, are in need and you don't have no position, you oh, I'm not no place to, you know, be being picky and shit. You need to start be. You need to start being picky. And not picky in a way of where you're nitpicking and, and being judgmental or you're being controlling of a situation. Simply just ask. I hear God saying, simply just ask. Just ask. It's okay. You can ask. You can ask. As long as you're asking politely, pleasantly, respectfully, ask. What's the worst they can say? No. Nope. There's still good people in the world. There's still people that good do do good gestures. I went to a double tree. They didn't have no cookies. Lady was like, "You know what? Since we don't have no cookies, I'll give you an upgrade." Just like that. I woke up this morning. There was a there was a bag on my door with three three cookies in it from Double Tree. There are good people in the world. Open yourself up to them. God is working in miraculous ways. You don't have to get help from people that you don't feel comfortable getting help from. Let me say it again. You don't have to get help from people from who you don't feel comfortable getting help from. John, I looked up the importance of John, right? Hold on, I'm sorry. And when I, um, when I looked it up, I understood. So In the Bible, so John, John takes behind Jesus's ministry, where we get a glimpse of what it means to believe in Jesus as flesh of the eternal and living God, as a source of light and life for a believer to be a son of God. Though John's narrative, okay, hold on, that's going in depth. Anywho, Jesus, John took the took the way of Jesus. He's what he walked the green mile to get right with Jesus says, there came a man who was sent from God. His name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light so that through him, all men might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light, the true light that gives light to every man coming into the world. See, John was a vessel. You hear that? John was a vessel. God has been preparing you to become a vessel. I know y'all remember right before Keith Lee blew up, blew up. I mean, not like blew up like that, but right before things started to get real crazy for Keith Lee, I told you, I said, you're not going to be able to see, you're not going to be able to say God not within people. Keith Lee was a prime example of quantum leaping. Keith Lee was a prime example of being a vessel. Keith Lee was a prime example of a person that has God within them. Keith Lee was was a person that God put in power. You can't do nothing but respect Keith Lee. He's an honorable man. Keith Lee is the is the prime example when God says, "He who finds a wife finds a good thing," and God will provide everything for that man. Yeah, Keith Lee was the was the prime example. Him and Ronnie were prime examples of what real marriage was. Mm-hmm. Let me say it again: what real marriages was? Yeah. How sometimes you can't take the elevator; you got to take the steps. God is preparing you to be a vessel. Regardless of what you're a vessel for, to, and where, you're a vessel. And God is showing you that. God says, Y'all want to be my vessels? God is asking. He's not demanding. Oh, no, 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 no. See, God doesn't no longer need to demand people to be a vessel of Him. He wants people that choose to be a vessel because, see, when you choose to be a vessel, that means you choose to be of a service. When you choose to be of a service, you, you have this energy of hospitality, you have this energy of gratitude, you have this energy of happiness. Nobody wants help from somebody that doesn't want to help. Nobody wants service from somebody that doesn't want to give good customer service. Nobody wants that. Why would we want that? We don't care. You ever got somewhere somebody's attitude so nasty, you'd be like, you know what? No worries. Because that energy goes into those things. I hear God saying, rekindle, mend, bring back together with boundaries. As I told y'all people had a long time to think about things. It's been on their spirit. They're thinking about it real hard about what happened and what they could do better. And it might it might start off slow. But your boundaries are your boundaries. I told you, you wake up one day and everything sounds different. One of the songs that keeps playing over and over and over again is Spin About You. Your ancestors are about to go to war about you because of the fact that you've gotten to a place where they will help you implement the boundaries. Because you said what you said. See, before certain ways, they couldn't step in because you would slack on the boundaries a little bit. You cut somebody off, let them back in. This time you cut them off and they're going to keep people cut off for you and with you. Another thing I heard last night was, as I was telling them um, on my live on Instagram, about how you're mourning the death of you because you're holding the boundary of that you can't come back here. I remember I was at the park yesterday and I was just so distraught in emotion. And I kept hearing that Adele song, I can't love you in the dark. I can't love this version of me in the dark. We're not, we can't do this. The first lyric she says of the song was, I need you to turn away. Hold on. My bad. (laughs) The first thing she says was, take your eyes off me so I can leave. I'm far too ashamed to do it with you watching me. This is never ending. We have been here before, but I can't stay this time cuz I don't have I don't love you anymore. I don't love the old version of myself. Will I always have love for you? Hell yeah. Girl, I love you, girl. It's 2:22 two, two, two on the clock now. I love you, girl. But I can't I can't love you in the dark no more. I'm in the light now. I can't I can't be your side piece. I can't be I can't do that no more. I can't love you this way. I can't love you this way. She says, but I can't stay this time because I don't love you anymore. Please stay where you are. Don't come any closer. Don't try to change my mind. I'm being cruel to be kind. I can't love you in the dark. It feels like we're o- we're oceans apart. There's so much space between us, baby. We are already deflated. Everything changed me. You have given me something that I can't live without. You, must, you mustn't you must underestimate that when you are in doubt. But I don't want to carry on like everything is fine. The longer we ignore it all, the more that we will fight. Please don't fall apart. I can't face your breaking heart. I'm trying to be brave. Stop asking me to stay. I can't love you in the dark. I can't. I can't love you in the dark no more. I can't do this with you no more. I love you. I love you. You know, You know. a song I kept hearing was, cry if you need to, but I can't say to hold you. That's the wrong thing to do. And it makes me think of um, when Drake was like, we live in a generation of not being in love and not being together. But it sure makes me feel like we're together. Something, something with somebody else. And it was like, um... He was like, it's with a girl and she's crying because she's overreacting because she don't want to see you with someone else, but you need something different. I heard that song like a week and a half ago, and then yesterday I heard the song Love in the Dark. I can't love, we can't love these versions of ourselves in the dark. I can't. I can't love you like this. It don't matter how fun, we, I don't care how much fun we have. I don't care how intriguing it is. I don't care... How, how I just, I I can't care about that anymore because when I look at how satisfied I am in a whole, I'm not. It's like a toxic relationship. The sex be good, but it's just like, shit, we fighting all the time. We can't communicate. We can't be intimate. I can't deal with that. I want intimacy. I don't want surface level no more. And this version of you was surface level. And you can tell because every time you try to go deep of, well, why do you want to continue this purpose is this energy of where it's a pushback. When somebody's trying to ask you questions, trying to tell you what to do, you immediately feel like you have to defend yourself instead of just passionately express yourself of what do you feel? You know, the number one reason why I feel like people get defensive, thank you. The number one reason why I feel like people get defensive is because of the fact that they don't want to truly tell how they feel. So instead of just telling how you truly feel, you rather just defend your honor by just going off because you don't know how to fully articulate yourself emotionally, you know what I'm saying? Like e- like um emotionally mature. Because I got a notification at 225. Engine number 225 signifies adapting to major life changes, letting go of the past, being confident in your choices and having faith. Yep. Those those are things that people that lack emotional maturity can't do. I told you a lot of you are in your most stable timeline. Keep going. Angel number 225 is a message from the spiritual realm that you have to think differently from others and do things differently. Keep going. You're not walking the same path as them, so don't worry about what they're talking about. Keep going. If you ain't learned nothing from me or haven't followed nothing from my journey... I want you to remember, OG said, keep going. As long as you feel like you ain't doing shit wrong, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Let me say it again. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. I want you to keep going. I don't want you to give up. I don't want you to stop. I don't want you to question it. I want you to keep going. Every day that you get to go to sleep and you wake up, I want you to tell myself, I'm going to keep going. Cause I'm gonna keep going. Cause I might fall into something. Mm-hmm. I might fall into success. If I keep going, I might fall into wealth. I might fall into power. I might fall into peace. I might fall into something. I might fall into fame. I might just fall into something. So I can't. I can't stop now. I, might, I gotta keep going. Keep going. You know, it's funny. After I made that TikTok, all of a sudden, a bitch, just been stumbling on shit. Like, damn. <laughs> Bitch, damn, broke a fucking tail, toenail, just falling in the shit. <laughs> I'd be like, "Damn, what the hell? I ain't even see that there." God said, "Yeah, because you, you might you might just stumble. You see, you see, you see how you might just be stumbling into things. Just keep going. I want y'all to just keep going. I want y'all to keep fighting. I want y'all to keep praying. I want y'all to keep talking." Stop thinking you got to do so much work. Stop thinking you got to heal so much. Sometimes you got to take a break because you don't actually give yourself, you don't give yourself enough credit for all the all the healing and work you already done did. Sometimes you got to give yourself a break. Like, dead serious, like, hold up, let me see how much I've actually accomplished. Can I really survive or do I need more work to do? One of the things I used to say when I was going through probably one like my darkest times was that I was like, if I put my head down, I know I can make it. Like if I put my head down, I come back up. I know, I know I'm gonna be alright. If I put my head down one more time, like when I say put my head down, meaning like I be in grind mode. Like I heal, I work, I, you know what I'm saying. Like I'm, I'm, I'm pushing shit out. I'm pushing out energy. I'm pushing out emotions. I'm pushing out projects. Like if I put my head down one more time, when I come back up, I'll be a different person. I want you to put your head down one more time. And this time when you put your head down, I don't want you to do nothing but have fun. I don't want you to do nothing but thrive. I don't want you to do nothing but laugh. I don't want you to do nothing but find the happiness and joy within yourself. I don't want you to put I don't want you to put your head down to do no shadow work. I don't want you to put your head down to do to do no uh to do no like healing or finding yourself. I don't want you to do nothing. I want you to I want you to put your head down, I want you to find the happiness. I want you to find the peace. Because when you put your head down and you find those things, when you look up, you realize, damn, shit ain't that bad. It's cool. I made it through that day. I made it to the next day. Damn, it's already Friday. Wow. Woo. We done already made it to the the month. Wow. Woo. 50 days. Woo. Wow. This is crazy. Because you done found peace. Y'all got this. This is a different type of podcast. Real short, sweet, and direct. Because that's what I feel like you needed to hear. It's time to be a vessel. It's time to let God use you in the way that he needs to. You don't have to understand everything. Just follow directions. Follow the light. Do what feels right. Do what makes sense. You never know what you'll fall into. Remember that. I love you guys. Bye.